Welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast that wants to thank Tom Brady for his service to this country. I'm Ian. I don't know if you guys heard about this. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm Seth. I'm Dasher, and it was a goddamn fumble. Raiders fans know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, basically he was uh, comparing football to serving in the armed forces, and he had to apologize for that. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Oh, 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 the, the, the deployment uh, comparison. Yeah, I don't like Tom Brady, but he should apologize for nothing ever. I mean, the man's got six fucking rings. What have you done in your life? I, well, I mean... I, Not you, this but... Well, yeah, oh, yeah, I was going to say, me? Well, I ain't done nothing. Well, how many thousands of yards did O.J. Simpson rush for? He's got a lot to apologize for. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. But a dunce. Allegedly, yeah. The man was yes. found innocent by a jury of his peers. So, <laughs> yeah. So you know, take that. Uh, so I just said he has a lot to apologize for. I didn't mention anything about his. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So today is yep, that is Psycho, and I think we all agreed, or at least yes. it, it, we didn't agree, but we, it, this all happened to us. We haven't seen this movie collectively in a very very long time and it's you know one of those movies out there that is compared to like Citizen Kane and you know one of the greatest horror movies of all time one of the OG slashers and you know just you know quintessential movie making I fucking I hate this movie I hate this fucking movie dude I fucking hate it I, I'm not even going to wait to get to one of you first. I've been holding this in for like a, an, a good hour when I finish this movie. Why is this movie held to such high standards? I fucking remember why I forgot it. It's boring. I'm actually... Uh, uh, I'm a little surprised by your uh, assessment there, sir. Hmm. Are you? Yeah. Are you really? Actually, I am a little bit, yeah. Um, Seth, go ahead, please. I'm dying. Uh, you're, you're, this, the, you're, you're, you're the artistic aficionado, uh, and I would like to hear your uh, thoughts on the movie, sir. This film did a lot of things first. Um, it it was the first one to create a uh, a feeling of tension and suspension, uh, like it did. It was the first one to show a flushing toilet, for God's sake. Um. People were more upset about that than they were the fucking <laughs> murders. Um, so dumb. And uh, it uses its uh, it uses its score very well to uh, enact a mood and a and a and a you know just an attitude around the whole film. And I'm glad I watched it In because there's a lot of craft going on. But but. Dude, this movie's really, really, really thin on story. Uh, it takes a very long time to, for it to say what it has to say, and you spend so much time with this woman up front. Way. And while her, I do like the reason that the it does it though, but the reason that she's running and the reason that she runs into Norman Bates for a slasher victim is different. And it's interesting. Like she kind of deserved she she brought it upon herself because she did something bad. So something bad happened to her. I I, I, I dig that in a horror film. Um, but but at the same time, she yeah, did. I, I just, she did. 
I don't have a lot of love for the narrative. It's it's very thin. She did at the last second decide that she wanted she to go did. back and return the money. So, but and I knew I knew why that she had to go because a lot of uh, horror aficionados will tell you that this movie broke the mold in letting you know that nobody is safe because you think that this mm. is your main character, and she she goes halfway through the film. It was. I, I like it for that, but good lord, did we have to spend this much time with a woman that we don't end up having to care about later. At least at least in Friday the 13th, part mm. one. They did it right by... Because uh, in Friday the 13th, part one, you're introduced to Annie Phillips, who you think is going to be the main character, because she's the one given a lot of explanation about about Camp Crystal Lake and you only give that information to your main character because the other characters don't get it till it's too late to, for it to matter so you think that she's going to be the main character and she's actually I think the first one bumped off so that's why I think Friday the 13th did it better because they got they they fooled you sooner so you didn't it didn't waste your time if that makes sense I, it, that does make sense, and I agree with you on that. Um, I I I really enjoyed this movie for the initial reasons that Seth said. This was a very well crafted screenplay. Um, the the camera work was brilliant. I thought um, you, uh, you could tell how a lot of directors going forward in the horror genre bit off this camera work that went on in this film um, there were some really good shots some long shots but not too long they were just long enough um, there were some close shots that weren't too close they were just close enough the quick shots were just quick enough um, it was no, a it, very it shot knows how to block a scene man yeah for sure um, I enjoyed I enjoyed the um, acting. I thought that Anthony Perkins acted his ass off in this film. I thought the detective, the first detective who you thought was going to come in and save the day until he got bumped the fuck off. I really enjoyed him. Completely forgot about him. Um, From a technical standpoint, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. From a plot and a narrative standpoint, yeah, it leaves a lot to be desired. It just kind of it just kind of, you know, walks along, uh, you know, a, a, a nice leisurely stroll on a on a brisk autumn morning. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really. It's not in a hurry to get anywhere. It just takes its time. And um, considering it's only an hour I and forty seven minutes, you know, it should have been. Eight, it should have been uh, an hour and twenty seven minutes. Yeah, because I'll say this. We've said this about a couple films. I felt every second of this film. I really did. And I, I did. there are certain things there are certain things I agree with you with, but if I hadn't seen this before, and I basically hadn't because I've forgotten so much. Like I forgot like I forgot about the private investigator. I forgot about so much other things. The payoff isn't really worth it to me because they come in at the last right sec- last minute of the movie and explain it to you because you didn't know you didn't even they didn't they barely barely if you didn't know the ending you had no idea they did not leave you any breadcrumbs or any clues so they're just being, it's 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 almost a bad twist it's 
in the sense that how it's explained. It's not a bad twist that it's his mother. His mother's been dead, and he has multiple personalities. That's not. That's not what I mean. I mean bad as in how it's set up and explained at the end. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. They. they he. All. All of that shit about him is explained to the audience, the basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, it's there's a really one no big long explanation. I just. How great would it have been to have to be in the room with Norma while he's while you're while you're finding this out about him? That would have been yeah. wonderful, but yeah, exactly. you don't get that, and yeah, that, it, that kind of ruined the movie for me. Actually, was the end. You know, just in one scene, kind of see like like in uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and you can tell Friday the Thirteenth took a took a huge influence from this film, especially with Jason's right. mom. How you know she she appears as this normal, loving mother that lost her son, but Jason's also speaking through her towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you find yeah. out she's a killer, um, something like that would have worked very well in this film. Like a scene with Norman and mother starts to gradually come out in him within the scene. Uh, we didn't yeah. get that. Um, we I also have. feel like that would have, I agree. that would have added because this this movie goes against his own philosophy of uh, when it comes to tension because if we had known that he was crazy by about maybe the halfway point and we could see him having conversations with his dead mother that would have made every scene after that with him so much more terrifying because you don't know what he's capable of and when he's going to snap there's there's hardly any tension in this film because. You don't know what is going on with him until the last two minutes. It goes against his own principle when it comes to tension. You know what I mean? Well, the, well, the, I, the I, thing that you know most about Norman is that you know he's a liar. You know he's lying through his teeth because Anthony uh, Anthony Perkins, Tony Perkins, sells that very well, I thought, when he's talking to the investigator in the hotel, and the investigator is questioning him, and he knows he's got something to do with it, but he doesn't outright say it. But his line of questioning implies that he knows Norman has something to do with it, and how he's kind of stumbling over his words and his answers, and um, kind of um, stuttering a little bit. I thought that was very well sold, so, but it was not it was really sold tense. as something. It was sold as somebody trying to keep a secret for someone else. If you'd have known that it was him in a wig, not even for the first murder, but for the second one. And he has to keep that lie going with somebody who has no idea. That would have been so much more suspenseful, and it would have paid off so much more. Agreed. I agree. This, I mean, it it was it was a first attempt, and it, the, this type of horror has been evolved way past what anybody thought was going to happen after this. So I'm going to call it a first draft for horror. Or for slashers, that's that's all it is to me. It's a first draft, uh, a first attempt. It, it, it didn't perfect a goddamn thing. No, no, it didn't perfect anything. And calling it a first draft is a very reasonable um, categorization for it because that's that's essentially what it is. It, no, but it it, it definitely left some way markers for uh, for future uh, sure. filmmakers. Yeah, I do. I will yeah. say this. Uh, I, I t- like I said, I totally forgot the private eye was even in this movie. His death scene was hysterical. When, when he, yeah, it when was. He yeah. Out the, when the camera followed him down the stairs, I just couldn't help but laugh. But I'm like, those are the kind of movie-making tricks that I actually kind of miss. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really get them anymore. Yeah, yeah, and you also don't get whole movies dubbed over either. That's true. Yeah. Um, totally true. Even though this movie's in black and white, I thought the style of black and white that was used, the, the Hitchcock style of black and white, if you will, 
where yeah it's black and white but it's not grainy it's it's real crisp if that makes any sense it was very crisp yes mm-hmm. you know it's a fine little film um if if you're watching it for you know i'm sure there's lots of people out there that love the story and love the plot and whatnot but i i i really enjoy it from a technical standpoint way more than i enjoy it from a narrative standpoint Hitchcock but i would disagree i would disagree with you Ian, on, on how the twist is uh done because the the tension that Hitchcock is trying to give you at first is the trick, and that's the, you think that Norman is just at the behest of this evil woman, mm-hmm. and she's the one really doing all the murders, and then when it turns out it's him, that's a big big shock. But the end where they explain it, you don't get to see him in, with the psychiatrist, is really disappointing and a big letdown, and yeah. it ruined the movie for me. That's why it, the twist it ruined didn't the work. twist. That's why the twist didn't work for me. That's why it didn't work for me because they. But as far as as far as the you're stupid. Well, you're supposed to put everything together once you see him, you know, come out the wig. Yeah. But I I think this um, is also we 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 missed a we missed a really good scene there. Yeah, I think that was never shot. I I think this is also the first movie to refer to somebody as a transvestite on camera. (laughs) Even though they were the way the way that guy says it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, technically so they were wrong. Why is he a man that wears women's? Cl- why is he wearing his woman's his mother's clothing? He's a transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the most matter southern- of fact. That was yeah. That was the most southern explanation yeah. because they just blame anybody. It's like no, that's technically not true. But then it, it, it isn't. It isn't. It was just a simple explanation. <laughs> you know so they my, could go, no, you dumb motherfucker. You know who my you know who my favorite you know who my favorite character in the entire movie is, and he's in the he's in the movies for like maybe three minutes. That's the old rich man at the very beginning. That motherfucker was hysterical. <laughs> uh, it, with the most like, you know, sick oh, yeah, that guy. He, he's like, you got to claim this money, which I don't. That's how I get to keep it. <laughs> I never carry around more than I can afford to lose, and he's just flashing it in front of this woman. Exactly. And, and I love, I, I loved that the other lady that she worked with. She's like, he was, he was totally flirting with you. I guess he saw my wedding ring. I'm like, no, you're just ugly, bitch. Yeah. Because <laughs> are we looking at the same person? Like, I wouldn't hit on that. That no, thank you. Also, uh, I love the connection between, you know, uh, this movie and the last couple conversations that we've had. Uh, this is Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's very own deceased mother, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, um, I remember, uh, I remember that the shower scene was coming. It was, it was, it was good. It wasn't great. I, I don't know why it just, I just, I expected it, it to be maybe a little sooner in the film. Yeah, and it doesn't really... Uh, it's iconic. I mean, we can't deny that. It's an iconic scene. Sure. In not only the horror genre, but in movie history. Um, in cinema, yeah. But it didn't really... It, yeah, it didn't really age very well, did it? Uh, yes and no. Well, when something is the when something is the first of its kind, there was no murder like that shot on film, ever. No, it no was, there wasn't. For, for, dude, for back then, that was graphic as shit. That was yeah, so graphic. Yeah. So, as a yeah, I'm, uh, as a as a blueprint, yeah, uh, the scene's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm watching this. I'm watching this documentary, uh, uh, just uh, on horror, and they they constantly reference that in the in the coming years, a lot of horror filmmakers tried to outdo Psycho. 
and they show all these movies that are way more graphic and I'm watching this movie and I'm like outdo it how they didn't show anything it was it, it was all implied off screen deaths you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like when when Jason you know mm-hmm. it looks like he's stabbing something into you and you just get a reaction shot there's those and then there's the ones where you see mm-hmm. him b- bend somebody backwards yeah or or, or or wrap them up in a sleeping bag and slam them against a tree five or six times. You know, there's that. Yeah, but that's one of the good. That's one of the better ones. You know, Not as good as the snapping the sheriff in half. I, I recently just really did a video is. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as this film goes, you know, uh, it gets a, it gets a B. I give it a solid B for for again the um, the craft of it all specifically. I yeah I guess I yeah is, is it if it weren't for the craft then this movie would probably get like a C minus from me. But sure. because it's so well made, so competently made, and it pioneered so many so many techniques and shot styles and uh, out of block scenes and horror, it gets a it gets a high B. Mm-hmm. Just, remo- just because of that, yeah. that's, that's how that's how good this movie looks, and how just how well it's put together and edited. It's just, it's, yeah. it's that well made. Yeah, this movie reminds me a lot of Citizen Kane, in the sense that this is considered to be one of the greatest. This movie reminded you of, but for some reason we just can't find a way to to give it the high praise that it deserves. Because there's maybe we just saw it too yeah. late. Yeah. I mean, I, I give it credit where credit is due, but I do I. Would I call this a master? Would I call this a masterpiece? I I don't know. The story's so weak. I just don't know. Certain aspects of it are, are the the craft is the masterpiece. Um, from 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 for sure. you know, if we're talking direction and editing and cinematography, yeah, this is a masterpiece. But as far as screenplay goes, the screenwriting. Uh, it's so thin and it takes so long. Yeah. And then the then there's the the exposition that's explaining the end, which is just a, a big big letdown. Yeah. Or I'm is right it there with just a fact I, I of nostalgia? That's a very good assessment. Or is it just a matter of fact of nostalgia goggles? I, I think that does have a lot to do with it. Um, I think the people that love this the- film. Love it for nostalgia. Have you purposes. seen it lately? It's, it's a, exactly. It's a classic case yeah. of, yeah, when you saw it the first time many, many years ago, you probably fell in love with it. But have you seen it lately? Um, classic example. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't seem. I don't think I see myself watching this uh, in the near future. I'll, I'll watch it again, maybe, but <laughs> it'll be a long just time. Isn't what I thought. Yeah, this is not what I thought it was, yeah. and I think we just give it the high praise because we were told to for so long. Yeah, because like you uh, said, like, we, everything is compared to Citizen Kane, and we watched that, and I think I, I think the general consensus was that was another B for us. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- this is this like Citizen Kane is one of those movies where I'm glad I watched it, um, but I'm not going to be in any hurry to watch it again. No, same here. No, I, I won't watch this again for quite some time. It's it's uh, it's a little too a uh, little too plotting to get through. Yeah, it really is. We're all, we also might be desensitized because, I mean, think about the horror that we're used to now. This was, like we said, this was shocking to audiences. <laughs> Please, the shit that I've seen. True, but I, I do, I do take is, into account the period in which this movie was made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, for the time, like I such do, a, for I, the time I when this movie to, came out. I try to, but it's hard. 
Because you th you think about it, and between this and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, how much time passed? This was made in what, 64, 65? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and think then, uh, Chainsaw, Chainsaw was made in like 77, maybe? Yeah, so in, in the course of like, let's call it a decade, you went from this to that. Well, a lot of that had to do with, surprisingly, Hitchcock's next project, which was The Birds. Because yep. th that's the movie people tried to outgross. That right. led a huge movement of, uh, you know, let's just see what we can put on screen to gross people out. This movie was right. a template for the slasher, yeah. sure, but The Birds was a, was a template for gore. Right. There's no doubt about that. I think I'd much rather would have enjoyed covering The Birds than this. Um because the birds also a master class in uh, you know the technical aspects of filmmaking. Yes, and but it was not a whole a pretty lot damn good. That'd movie. be a short episode. That'd be a short episode. There's not a lot of, sure. of solid substance that to be. cover. Like there was a movie that nah, Seth it's wanted just to cover. For the birds. Yeah, there, there's a movie that Seth wanted to cover, and he was asking my opinion before we hit record, and I'm like, no, dude, that movie is basic bitch slasher, and it is not worth our time talking about. Watch it if you want to, but there's that'll be a 10-minute long episode at best, because there's no substance to it, and I'm, I don't know if you've seen it, Dasher, I hope you have, it's called The Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, it it would be like covering pick a Michael Bay film, you know, mm. if that's a good analogy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's but yeah. It's, it's fun. It's as basic of a slasher as but it gets. Not a whole. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a fun it's a fun watch. Don't get me wrong. Definitely watch it. But it's not something you want to actively discuss on a podcast because it's not yeah. going to be a long podcast. No, we're at not, all. We're not going to be here very long. I think we've had longer conversations no. about episodes of Moon Knight. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Speaking of, no, it's, uh, off, it's off the list. Yeah. Speaking speaking of picks, Seth. Yeah. Have you decided, sir? I have for the four ac for the actual Halloween episode. I have four, and I need help whittling it down. All uh, right, these are all four it. movies I've I've never seen. So I got the fog. Great. The blob from the. Yeah, the blob from the eighties. Gotcha. Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. And scanners. Ooh. Can you tell one of us is recording outside? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have seen all these films. I have I've only seen, seen scanners once. I've only seen. So which one have you not seen? I've not seen scanners. Okay, um, Seth, I, I take it you haven't seen any of these films, correct? No, none. Okay, scanners I personally vote for the fog. Yeah, because Scanners, as fun of a watch and as fun to talk about as it would be, isn't necessarily a horror film. It just it came up in the horror list. It's more sci-fi. Yeah, sci and, and it always does. It's it's way more sci-fi than it is horror. So, um, yeah, I, 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 it's probably been the longest that I've seen The Fog. As okay. far as like, yeah, so I, I'm cool with covering that. I, I yeah. actually don't remember anything me. about The Fog. I actually don't remember anything but, about uh, it. I, I do know, I think, because I know, it's, it's John Carpenter, I think 
and I will have to research this. I think he, he made this movie and got in trouble with uh, his parent company because they wanted him to make something else. Yeah, I don't. I, I'd have to look this up. Well, but the, I, th- I think there's a lot to talk about with the making of this movie. This, yeah. Um, I, I, if memory serves me correctly, he made this movie because they wanted him to make Halloween two. He didn't want to make Halloween two, so he made this mm-hmm. instead. But wound up making Halloween two anyway after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, okay. you know the the studio was was so adamant. To, yeah, it, it's it was a whole thing, and I, I I have to look it up. Yeah, it's probably in a documentary somewhere. Yeah. Right. I'm and sure then uh, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm the fog will end yeah, next Halloween week. month. Yeah, yes, but I do rec- I, I I do recommend that even though we're not going to cover them, please go watch those other movies. Oh um, sure, because because they're oh, yeah. a lot of fun. They really are a lot of fun. Especially Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead's just turn your brain off and enjoy the fucking cheese. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that one. All right, Dasher, it's not Halloween month when it's your turn, but do you have a pick for us? I do not, as of yet. Um, I'll I'll let you know what I got next week. Okay, well, I do, and we're going to be having a special guest on my next pick. Uh, We're going to have Slife Ready back because he personally requested this from me, and I said the only way we're going to do this is if you join us. You guys are going to hate me. Oh, boy. We are going to be covering with Sly Freddy's request. So keep that in mind. If you guys hate me, it's it's his fault. Y'all better go on Disney Plus right now and bone up on your She-Hulk. So we're going to watch She-Hulk. Yes. I liked well, I it, seen, okay? I liked I, it. I, I haven't seen a single episode, so it'll uh, it'll be all new to me. I, I liked it. Seth, have you watched it? No, not yet. Okay, well, all right. All right. Mar- well, this Marvel, has been real. Marvel re-digs its claws into our flesh. And just uh, when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Back in. Oh, it's been fun. It's been real fun. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>